Hello everyone, welcome to Boba in a Movie, the podcast for casual movie lovers who don't actually know that much about movies. I'm your co-host, Mayana. And I'm your other co-host, Kaden. And we are coming here today from what was probably the worst week of Texas. Yes. No, not no, not history. history. I, there's, I mean, like Harvey. There have definitely been worse. Yes. Yes, many, for sure. Many. But it was a terrible, terrible week to be in Texas. Yeah, very, 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 very rough. I mean, luckily, I had not the hardest time. Neither um, did I. I mean, I was out of power but for thirty hours. But that's a long time. It is. It is. But it wasn't that bad because I could charge my phone in my car. Okay. Yes. For those that, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone that's listening knows. Everyone knows. But for, if there's someone who doesn't know, um, Texas or most of America, um, had a big ice storm. Or if you're in the upper parts of the United States, a huge snowstorm. Like, you know, and Texas is not very equipped for, um any sort of cold weather. Well, you're not. So pipes, water pipes were being put, busted. Wow, I can't speak English. Um, electricity was being cut off. It was, it was a disaster. Our grocery stores were empty, still are empty, um, which is kind of like I went to Target today um, and uh, Impulse bought two books after I Impulse bought a book yesterday. So Impulse bought three books in the past 24 hours, but went to Target and the lack of food. (laughs) I hope you, I like, I hope nobody needs milk, like zero, like not even like, like plant-based milk, like nothing. There's no milk. There's no plant-based milk. There's like a couple things of almond milk and that's it. Oh, fun, fun. Yeah. Super, super cute. cute. Um, and now it's 70 degrees. Yes. It's absolutely insane. I, I moved into my dorm today. Finally. How's that? Um, How's the move? It was, it was, uh, the move was interesting because, so because of COVID restrictions, no one's allowed to help me. I mean, like people here could have helped me, but there was nobody here. So I did move all my stuff completely by myself. Um, it's okay though. Uh, it's interesting because I live in a, it's a completely new building. Um, it was just finished and it is actually still being constructed on. So that's so much fun. Um, just lots of construction. Is it nice though? Um, from what I could see of it. Yeah, it's nice. I can't see very much because I had to immediately quarantine until I get my COVID test results. So... I would have more to say about it if I was able to see the building. But is the room, like, is your room nice? Like, is it a pretty spacious, nice room? You can now have a room to yourself, basically. I do. Um, For those who don't know, when I live at home, I share a room with my sister. So pretty much everything I've recorded up until this point has been with my sister in the room. But now I have my own space. It's actually much bigger than my room last semester, which was also a single so that's cool i had a choice between my big rug and my small rug and i was like oh my small rug like fit the space last semester and i should have brought my big rug i'm kind of sad just grab it next time you're at home yeah it'll be in like three weeks though yeah so i'll make it sooner i can't be left in spring (laughs) 
for <laughs> just just come just come down oh that's a far drive just, it is a far drive but it's okay i'll do it i'll make it there i'm gonna have to yay um <laughs> you're gonna have to <laughs> <clears throat> um so we decided to add a little segment for a back of lack of better terms i said back that's so funny um um called weekly obsessions and when, like we're gonna do it like every beginning of the episode this i mean this is probably like the middle of the episode but that's okay there was a lot this has been a long week um and so we're just gonna talk about something that we've been obsessing over like that th- this week you know um so do you want to go first or you want me to go first you can go first since this segment was your idea. Yay. Um, I like it, though. You it's can cute. thank Lady Gaga for this segment because I have been... I am so late to the train. I'm... For all listeners, I deeply apologize that you're about to hear me say that I'm just getting obsessed with this, but I have been obsessed with Chromatica. Obsessed oh. with Lady Gaga's album Chromatica. I, you know, it's funny. I haven't heard it. Oh my goodness. You need to listen <laughs> to it. It's so, so good. I started, it was like a week or a week and a half ago. I got in this mood to just listen to Lady Gaga. And I was going to, I like went into my Apple Music and I went to go find Born This Way. Because that's like my go-to song. It's such a comfort song for me. Um, and... Then I, like, when you search up Lady Gaga, obviously Chromatica pops up, because it's, like, her most recent album. And so I was like, fine, I'll give it a listen. A lot of people have told me it's super good. Um, and so I, like, listened to it completely, and I am... When I tell you I'm obsessed, I'm obsessed. I... This is the only thing I listen to. Enigma? Enigma. You need to listen to Enigma. It's... Mwah, chef's kiss. It's amazing. I will. I'm intrigued now. And the whole album as an entity, like, even, like, Sour Candy with Black Pink's on it, and, like, as a, as a song by itself, Sour Candy is not one of my favorites. It's not very good. Um, I never vibed with it when I heard it prior to listening to Chromatica, but in Chromatica, as, like, an entity, as an album, it makes the song better. Because it just, it fits, like, the way... Lady Gaga made the album. She, like, it was blessed by the gods. I love that. I love that. I'll check it out. That sounds interesting. We love supporting the queen. All right. My turn. I guess so. You guess so? (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll Um, listen to yours. I guess I'll listen to what this this whore has to say. Um, My weekly obsession is this series of video games called the Rusty Lake slash Cube Escape games. I already see you're making that like a weird face at me, but (laughs) so they're they're puzzle games. They're like point and click slash mobile app puzzle games, and they all. But the reason why I'm obsessed with them is there's this really interesting lore. Like they're all connected and they all tell a story. It's really weird. It's about like. Like, it's about Rusty Lake, which is a lake, obviously, but it's, like, an entity, and it, like, feeds off of memories, and they, like, harvest memories. It's so, like, I can't just explain it, like, sit here and explain it, but I've watched, like, I've watched full Let's, th- let's, uh, 
full let's plays of the whole series. I bought all the games. I'm like halfway through them. There's currently like 15 games, I think, and I'm on game 11, I believe. Oh my god. So that's what, that's what I've been doing instead of my phonetics homework. I mean, as you said, I've never heard of this before <laughs> in my life. It's so cool. It's I think the first game came out five or four or five years ago, um, and they're still releasing some. That's crazy, and it's just an ongoing story. It's really, it's jumbled up. Like it's not a chronological, but yeah, it's all one story. But it's just puzzle games, um, and my head hurty. Yeah. After playing them. Yeah. But that's okay. Have you Googled answers? That's why I don't... I always Google Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not smart enough to do this by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Some of these puzzles are so hard, though. Like, how was I supposed to know that I was supposed to, like, match up all the zodiac signs with, like, the symbols that were, like, three rooms ago? Oh, my goodness. It's, it's so, it's insane. But anyways, that's my I would fail session. that. I would get to level two. I'm so, <laughs> I'm really bad. Like, escape rooms, <laughs> I overthink too much. Aw. One of my, like, best memories um, was, like, at an escape room a few years ago. That's cute. That's cute. I finished my room. I mean, like, I did too. I've only done, like, one, I think. Um... And all I, I mean, like, I'm very creative in, like, finding things to look under and, like, to find clues. But once I get the clue, good luck. I'm not, (laughs) (laughs) you're getting nothing out of me. (laughs) It'll be like, open the door. And I'm like, we have to break the door down. You're, you're the reason why they, they, like, give the disclaimer at the beginning. It's like, if it doesn't come off easily, it's not meant to come (laughs) off. Yeah. (laughs) Precisely. (laughs) I can't imagine all the times, like, all the times people have, like, destroyed shit in escape rooms. Dear God. Just because they got, like, desperate. (laughs) You. (laughs) Literally me. Oh my goodness. Also, random quick side note. uh, Happy birthday, W.E.B. Du Bois. Um, Yes. Not very talked about. I didn't know, but I had my black political thought class today, and every time like in the beginning of class there's always like a she always saves like 10-15 minutes for us to just talk about like things that are happening in modern culture or like things of like you know like black culture or history and stuff like that and they were like uh someone shared that it was his birthday and what's really what and it's like really ironic because today um we actually started talking about him we were supposed to talk about him last week um be, but like the mm-hmm. ice storm uh, so, happy birthday. Happy birthday. King himself. So, other than the ice storm, what's new with you? Anything happening in your life? Um, no. Sharing I've, with the class. I've just been going to school now. I mean, I had a, <laughs> I had an existential crisis on Sunday because after having Uh-oh. the ice storm and not doing a single thing, like not going to work, oh my God. not going, like not having class, like having nothing for a week. And then, like, coming back to reality on Monday or, like, Sunday night when I, like, had to, like, do homework and, like, think about how I had practice and I had work on Monday and I was like, what if I just dropped out of school? I was like, what if I did? <laughs> like, the thought crossed my mind, like, the, so seriously 
it was a dangerous time. Very dangerous. But outside of that, I think nothing's new. What about you? That's cute. Well, obviously, I moved in today. Um, anything else I would like to share with the class? I have a date tomorrow. You do have a date tomorrow. I do have a date tomorrow. Um, I mean, by the time this comes out, it's already passed. So um, we'll see if it goes well. I think it will. I mean, and you've it, already had a date with him, and it went really well. So. I have, yeah. Yes, it's the same the same guy as last, last episode. So I don't... Um, I, it would be hard to imagine it going bad. I mean, I was going to say something, and it's like, what if this happens and this would age really poorly? I was going to be like, what if he kills me? <sighs> then the episode wouldn't get aired, so they wouldn't know. Now you can edit it. <laughs> you can be like, these were her, her last, like, intellectual thoughts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before she went and got Korean barbecue. And, was murdered. <laughs> and then died. I mean, if Korean barbecue is your last meal, that's a good way of going out. I mean... That is a, that is a really good So maybe. Maybe. So today's episode, um, we'll be talking about Black Swan, which is super exciting because me and Mariana have talked about it before. Um, and I've only watched it one time for this. Um, and I know, but like Mariana, I know it's like one of your favorite movies. It is indeed one of my favorite movies. It's, but if you ask me to form a thought, it at this ungodly hour of ten fifty p.m., you are sorely mistaken. <laughs> so I will, <laughs> so I will just be talking out of my ass. I would love to have intellectual discussion of Black Swan, but it's not going to happen today. I don't, I don't think that movie. I mean, it was definitely meant for intellectual conversations. But I don't want it to be. That movie was so <laughs> batshit crazy. It was so... Like, I was on acid for at least 40 minutes of that movie. Correct, correct. Um, that's kind of the point. It's not, I mean... Yeah, I would say it is. It's very um, dreamlike and you can't tell what's reality and what's not. Um, things double back and it's like no it actually happened this way when Nina remembered it a certain way yeah so it does quite feel like you were on acid I a good majority of the movie I still can't tell you what was real and what's not real like um spoiler alert from here on out um <laughs> when uh, What's the Natalie Portman and I don't remember the other actress's name off the top of my head. Mila Kunis. Yes. Mila Kunis. When they're first off, have a moment of silence for their their um, intimate scene. It's, oh my god, my favorite uh, scene in all cinematic history. So good. <laughs> so so good. Was not expecting to watch Natalie Portman get eaten out, but I'm dearly not complaining. Um, but. Uh, I still can't tell you if it was real or not, even though Mila Kunis was like, that never happened. Like, her character was like, that never happened. But Natalie was like, yeah, it did. And in my brain, I was like, it happened. What are you talking about? I I was so flabbergasted. I was was like, what is happening right now? I want to believe it happened. 
Well, my brain, I was like, I feel like Mila Kunis is just like, is using and abusing Natalie Portman's character. But then I was, but then like, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, but that might just be like Natalie Portman, like what she's thinking and which is not reality, which is obviously like, you know, a lot of what she's thinking is not reality because she's going insane. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, most of the significant interactions with Lily, uh, Mila Kunis' character, are in Nina's head. So, like, obviously the sex scene, um, and then when she stabs her, you know, mm-hmm. both of those things are very much not real. When she's getting railed by the director. Oh, yeah. <laughs> railed by the director as well. I always forget about And then he turns into a bird. Oh, yes, yes. I think it's safe to say that that did not happen. Yes. I mean, I knew that one did not happen. By the time it got to that point, I was like, this is, she's crazy. Like, she's going insane. But I mean, that's a lot to unpack. Um, It it says a lot about society and life and capitalism. But, (laughs) sorry, that that was a hard word to get out of my mouth. Um, Capitalism. Oh my god, I already forgot his name, and I was talking about him, like, yesterday, or two days ago, but, um... Who? Uh, I talked about him last time, we talked about this movie, his, like, his cameo, his, like, ten-minute moment in the movie, um, he plays Bucky Barnes. Oh, 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 uh, uh, Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan, yes, god, that was yes. so, my brain can never remember his name, <laughs> But Sebastian Stan came on the screen, and I started laughing. I, like, genuinely, like, an audible <laughs> laugh. Because I was, this was the last movie that I expected Sebastian Stan to be in. Because, like, when I think Sebastian Stan, the only thing I can think of is, like, Captain America, Buggy Barnes fanfic. Like, <laughs> that's all I can think <laughs> of. And so when I, when he showed up on screen, I just audibly laughed so hard it was the biggest joke of 2020 i think i deserve an award for being able to name sebastian stan um when i've seen a single marvel movie it's like not a single like two three. Oh my god i'm so proud of you <laughs> and none of them were captain america or the avengers what have, what have you watched black panther doctor strange and like half of Guardians of the Galaxy. Don't finish Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Garbage. I'm watching WandaVision though. Oh my god, I'm not. <laughs> it's so good. No, you need to so watch I've heard so it's... many people say it's good. I'm just so... After Infinity War and Endgame, I'm marveled out. You know? Like I watched... That's so fair. Uh, Spider-Man... Um, Wait, I watched that. Sorry, I interrupted. But yes, I've seen the first Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah, the Homecoming. So, yeah. Oh, Far From Home is yes. the second one. I watched Far from- Spider-Man oh. Far From Home. And then after that, I was done. I, like, tapped out. I was like, next. I can't... For some reason, it just... I felt so let down after Endgame. Because um, it was, like, so much hype for, like, those three years over Infinity War and Endgame. And then Endgame was such a letdown... That I was like, okay, I'm tapped out. I'm done. I'll watch The Eternals when The Eternals come out because Angelina Jolie and um, 
apparently the first gay uh, Marvel superhero. Superhero. So uh, I'll watch that for um, those two reasons. But please watch WandaVision. I feel like I'll get there eventually, but today's not it's, the day. It's so it's so good, and I don't like Marvel. Oh God, that's uh, that's uh, such a bold thing for you to say. What that I don't like Marvel? No, that you like it and you don't like Marvel. Yeah, I mean that's like so like that like, makes me want to watch it, but I don't want to. I don't want to put myself in that situation. <laughs> it's so good, and like the my least favorite thing about it is that it's Marvel. Because, and let, like, let me explain what I mean about that. I'm not trying to, like, hate on Marvel just for being Marvel. But I hate that it's so hard for people that weren't already into Marvel to watch Marvel movies or Marvel content. Yeah. It's so hard because everything's connected. Yeah. So, to completely understand WandaVision, you're telling me I have to watch, like, 40 hours of movies? Yeah. Absolutely not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But do you understand what's happening? After I Google it, yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that's I literally fair. Googled, <laughs> I Googled, what do I need to know before WandaVision? Good. And I read the article, and I was like, ready to go. Vision's dead. I got it. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I thought about watching it because I really love her. Like, Wanda, um, I love her a lot. I love the actress a lot. Um, and so I thought about it, and I really loved... Um, WandaVision, like, their dynamic, but I just couldn't find the will in me to get back into Marvel. And I also just, like, what's so funny is everything I've heard of it, it seems so not Marvel, you know? Like, people that really love Marvel, like, my uncle, like, hate WandaVision. Like, he's like, it's not good. That's what I hear. Um, but also, that's, like, your typical, like, comic book reading, like, you know, like, Marvel men, you know, kind of people. But, like, everybody that I know that isn't necessarily like that, like, even, but I even have, like, Sarah. Like, Sarah has adored Marvel for a very long time, but she loves WandaVision. She tells me all the time, all the time to watch WandaVision. Um, And you know what I have to say to that? Taste taste there we go um and so it's just but like sarah also um consumes a lot of other like medias and um and so hers isn't as like narrowed i don't want to call men that really 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 like marvel narrow-minded but that's the for lack of better terms her media consumption is not as narrow-minded um as theirs is you know like, there is, like, so hyper-focused on, like, the superheroes and everything. And um, a lot of what I've heard from, like, that community is that they haven't enjoyed it as much. So, I approve it. Sarah approves it. So, why have you not watched it yet? I don't know. Like, y'all two are, like, my... When it comes to, like, shows and movies, if, like, y'all two are, like, Kaden, you should watch it, I typically really love it. And I know... I think my problem is, is that I'm really going to love WandaVision. I just don't... I don't want to. I don't want to love it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so... I like... It's really trippy, and it's really, like... um, They play around with a lot of it. There's... I think it's super creative, and... I... Like, 
I can't, I don't feel like I have the space to say it's not like anything Marvel's ever done because I don't know that, but I also kind of do know that. So like. Yeah. Yeah. It gives me that vibe. It very much, obviously I haven't seen a single bit of it. I think I've seen like five minutes of the trailer. I've seen like in the, not five minutes, five seconds. And I think the five (laughs) seconds I've seen is like the like one division poster, you know? So literally nothing. And, um, but I can just still, like, from what I've heard, I just, it's nothing that Marvel's really done before. And so I'm scared to get into it. I think you should. I have a hundred other things I need to be watching. But also... This is, like, not... Wait, random. Mm -hmm. Like, isn't she also kind of having, like, an insane moment, like Natalie Portman? Yes. (laughs) Not, bringing like, it back to Black Swan, I've heard that she like, is also going crazy. Nice segue. It's it's not so much mm, spoilers, but like I don't like Black Swan. We can spoil. It's been out for ten years. I don't want to spoil Wandavision because it's very new and still going. But with Natalie Portman, her um, her like losing her grip on sanity comes from, more comes from within, and it's more of like herself. I don't want to say me- mental illness, but like it's. Something like that. Um, it's definitely, with, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But with WandaVision, it's mostly external factors. Yeah. 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 External Because I, I mean, like, I know, like, Vision's death is what, like, kickstarts a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. With, with Nina, it's her being a perfectionist just going way too far. And that's her, you know. Yes. Anyways, now we're back on Black Swan. Yes, now we're back. Now we're back. We made it. Unless (laughs) you... We made it. Um, Quick question. Did she... It's because I can't remember. Because it's been a couple weeks since I've watched it. Did she die at the end? She did die at the end. She did. She did. Why? So, in her mind, she was stabbing Lily when they were fighting backstage and... When Lily was like, I'm, I'm going to be the black swan. And Nina was like, no, I'm the black swan. In her delusion, she thought she stabbed Lily. She actually stabbed herself. Okay. Yeah. Cute. Cute. That makes a little more sense. Uh, Maybe if I had just watched it, I would have actually remembered that. Um, I just remember the beautiful scene. And we'll get to the very ending scene. Um, but I just remember her laying there in the blood. Um, on her costume coming up and then the director being like what did you do like what did you do um, mm-hmm. but also I couldn't tell if anything was, is real because you know crack um, but that crack. last that last 30 seconds let's talk about that I would love to talk about I'm, the last 30 seconds I was I remember thinking why is this movie so hyped up like I genuinely like, I was, like, an hour and a half into it. I was, like, I don't understand why this movie is so hyped up. Because um, I remember, like, when I started it, I genuinely thought I started the wrong thing. I thought I was watching a documentary that was run by Natalie Portman. Because it was just... <laughs> I had to Google, like, when the movie was released. Um, because I thought it was released in, like, the 80s. Um, and then it was, like, 2010. And I was, like, oh... Um, so we're just low budget, which is, there's nothing wrong with a low budget movie. We love an indie film, love a low budget movie. I was just very taken aback, um, cause mm-hmm. I was not expecting it. Uh, 
And so like an hour and a half in, I was like, why is this film so hyped up? And then the last 30 seconds when she was like, like, I was perfect. Like, I was perfection. I, Jal hit the floor. Jal smacked the floor. I was in utter shock. It was so perfectly done, you know? Yes, it's one of my favorite endings to, like, any movie. (laughs) It's, when I think of really, really good endings, that's what, the Black Swan sticks out a lot. It's just, everything from, I think when she realizes that she stabbed herself, and she, when she's backstage, she realizes that she's the one with the wound, and she's, like, crying, obviously, she's about to die, but then she just, like, sucks it up and puts her white swan makeup on like i get chills and then you know the final dance she looks out to the audience and her mom is there and then she falls off and then you know the eye was perfect it's so good it's just it's so fantastic it's so great i'm i'm so obsessed with it like the ending was so i was i'm I'm gonna be honest i was not expecting it and like that is like the perfect way to end it you know like, typically by the end, like, most movies, you're like, oh, okay, like, I'm not surprised it's ending like this. But, like, that one, I was like, oh, th- this is what we're doing? And I could not have been more satisfied with it. I think I almost shed a tear. Because I was <laughs> so amazed. So what would you um, give Black Swan on a rating? Oh, definitely five stars. Five stars? Definitely five. I'd give it it's five It's one of stars. my favorite movies. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. one of my favorite movies. Um, one of my favorite horror movies, too. I, I think so. <laughs> we love a psychological sometimes it's my favorite. Horror. Yeah, sometimes it's my favorite horror movie. Other times I have nostalgia for certain other ones. Um, but on, on days, Black Swan is my favorite. On the days that I hate Stanley Kubrick, because my favorite horror movie is The Shining, but on the days that I hate him as a person, I'm like, Black Swan's better. On period. But... <laughs> on period. You know what's yeah. so funny? Um, my family was watching Family Guide. Um, a family Guide. I said, I don't know why I said Guide. Um, family Guide on downstairs. <laughs> I didn't realize. Um, and, uh... Hello, this is a trigger slash content warning. In this next section, we discuss Roman Polanski and there is mentions of pedophilia and rape. If you would like to skip this section, please move to 3410. I'll give you a few seconds now. This is, like, so off topic. You just mentioned director like hating a director and so like I Uh thought about this because like when I watched this episode with my parents it reminded me of you but um I of me yeah I don't remember much context of the film but then um Peter ended up making a joke about like pedophilia or something you know like very inappropriate very not good joke but then when he made it, he was like, uh, I'll just, he was like, I'll do it. And then I'll just run away to France. Like that one director. Oh my. Yes. Yes. I, I left. I, my blood just, my blood just started boiling. <laughs> the way I genuinely, I've never laughed at Family Guide before. And I laughed so hard 
because it just <laughs> reminded me of you so much. Um, when you said pedophilia, I was like, why did that remind you of me? But now it makes sense. Yes. Um, I do... <sighs> there are very few people in the world I hate more than Roman Polanski. There we go. If I talk about him more, I will start crying. But <laughs> <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you give a little more backstory about who Roman Polanski is? Jesus, fuck. Okay. Um. So Roman Polanski is a director. He's a. I believe he's. He's some European. I believe he's French because he ran away to France. Um, came to America to start directing. Directed a couple bangers. Um, Rosemary's Baby is one of his bangers. The Pianist is one of his bangers. Um, and then he was found guilty of pedophilia. Um, he raped a 13-year-old boy, and instead of, you know, going to trial, he ran away to France. So now he is not allowed to step foot in America ever again, because he will be arrested on site, but he's safe in France, and he continues to direct and win awards in France for his movies. We love to see it. No, we don't. We hate I, to see it. We, I, we I hate, hate. You genuinely don't understand that I actually hate this man. Like, I have ranted to tears multiple times about Roman Polanski. And, like, just the fact that he's, like, here. Um, because, I mean, obviously, I hated him before. But one of my favorite movies, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Period. Um, they... <laughs> we'll have an episode uh, of that cast... movie sometime. Oh, my God. We will. We will. Um, but the they went to, like... A French awards show, um, the cast and the director, the crew were there, and Roman Polanski's movie won. And the lead actress of Portrait, um, I'm going to say her name, uh, Adele Hanel, I believe is her name, um, she stood up and walked out, and the rest of the cast and crew stood up and walked out with her, and she got a lot of shit for it. Well, screw them for that, because one, it's homophobic. Um, two, it's just outright <laughs> wrong that he's existing in a world right now. Well, I Me really, too, now I, I miss Portrait of a Lady on Fire. <sighs> One of my favorite. We're doing so an episode on it because I need another excuse to watch it. Absolutely. Um, but our schedule is going to be packed for the next few months because it is award season. It baby. is award season. And I've it watched zero season. of the movies that are nominated. I mean, okay, so our goal, spoilers for the episodes, but we plan on doing all the Oscar nominees. Um, At least for Best Picture. Oscar nom- yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> There's like 80. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 80 <movies>. <laughs> <laughs> but we plan on doing all the Best Picture nominees. They haven't come out yet. Um, yeah. I don't remember when they come out. I think it's next month. Yeah, it's... Um, weeks, which is... I think... I think I saw... It's going to be in like three weeks. Something like that. I think it's supposed to be oh, like I'm our so spring, re- spring break or something like that. Imagine having a spring break. Anyways. Oh, I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> sore spot for me um but yeah they haven't come out yet but i have my predictions and the movies that i'm predicting are coming out on on demand right now so that's so exciting wink wink i will be watching them soon we'll build the schedule for this because it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be insane it'll be uh, heads Um, up two movies a week for everyone it's gonna be two movies a week up to the oscars this is my sport. I don't know if like that this has come across yet, but like, where like this is my sport. I track the awards, um, so this is gonna be a really fun time for me. 
I feel like, I mean, like, I don't have strong opinions yet about the awards like I did last year. Last year I had very strong opinions. Yeah, I mean, what we're working with this year is nowhere near yeah, like, no. as stacked as last year. I just had a lot, I had one opposition to, like, extreme hatreds for two movies. Um, and then, like, two or three ones that I adored a lot last year. And so, it was a lot of emotions during award season. You're thinking real hard right now. Yeah, I have, okay, I, obviously on the adoring side, there's Parasite and, uh, we're talking about Best Picture nominations or just, yes, like, best movies that were The other one <sighs> was Little Women for me. Oh, Yes. Obviously, yes, I yes. didn't think Little Women deserved Best Picture, but like out of a whole, like I adored it. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. That's how I felt too. Um, oh wait, was I'm trying to think of your hated ones. It was uh, Tarantino's, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's one of them. Um, Same. And then the and other then... one was 1917. Interesting. And okay. that's only because remember... I'm so tired of war movies. I'm so tired I'm of the tired war of propaganda. Well, please move on. But that's a box we'll I, unpack later. Because the obvious choice here, I was going to say, was Joker, but I remember that you actually like Joker. Uh, I've, you're, you're in the middle about Joker. I've, I definitely, when I talk about Joker, I talk a lot about opposition. But I understand, you know, the uh, appraisal about it. Because I remember, I remember that you didn't hate Joker. Yeah. So I was like, I, was I can like un- what else like, is there I to hate? Is, but... Because it's like, I under like Quentin, no, not Quentin, I almost said Quentin Tarantino. Um, oh my God! Now Quentin Tarantino's name is stuck in my head. What is uh, what is his name? Who are you talking about? Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Films? Thank you. Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. God, cool. that was that name was so hard for my brain to think of. <laughs> um, like I can definitely respect Joaquin Phoenix and um, like the cinematography and like uh, everything that they like the art that was put into it, but the movie, you know, as, like, the themes yeah. it talked about. Uh, we'll unpack that later. We'll get into that another time, because I'm not gonna... <laughs> I don't think we should unpack that right now. I was so... Last year's award season was so fun. Um, I was so pessimistic, and I was so happy to be proven wrong every single time. Period. I thought Tarantino was gonna win. I um, was gonna... Th- like rip a couch apart. I would actually be more mad if nineteen seventeen won. That's super fair. That's extremely fair. Because because with Tarantino there's like the argument that, oh, it's his time to get it. You know, he's been around for so long and he's you know, despite being the human equivalent of dog shit, he's like talented. And so <laughs> the air quotes. <laughs> I mean, if I'm being completely honest and I set aside the fact that I hate him, he is talented. And he's done a lot for movies. Yeah. For for film and for pop culture. But I hate him. So yeah. it just it brought me no pleasure to like predict him. Yes. But then but then the last good thing to happen happened. Period. In Parasite One. Period. That really was the last good thing um, to happen. I refused to let... I remember watching the Golden Globes. I... The Golden oh Globes in, uh, last year made me want to bang my head against the wall. 
um, because like <laughs> um, Tarantino won like four, like three or four of like the big awards, and I, every single time, like they were nominated, I would scream at my TV. There's four correct answers and an incorrect answer. Like there's one incorrect answer and four right answers, and it like. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would start screaming when it won, but that's just not. You should have seen me. I was I was so hyped, and I didn't mind Tarantino winning. I was like, it's the Golden Globes, whatever. And then, but when they announced 1917, I was silent. I would not speak to anyone for the rest of the night. I was so pissed that a movie that hadn't come out yet won. Anyways, there's my bit on 1917. <laughs> I just, I was screaming at the Golden Globes because I don't trust the Oscars. I mean, I shouldn't trust the Golden Globes either, and I don't. But, like, I was screaming because I was like, you know, like, these predecessor ones are, like, can give you an idea of what the Oscars are going to look like. Exactly. And so I was, like, screaming because I was like, this better not be it. This (laughs) better not be it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I don't trust the Oscars, Mm-mm. but I definitely trust the Golden Globes less. Period. Especially after... <laughs> you know Hamilton's nominated? You know Hamilton's nominated this year? Don't give... Don't give Lyndon that. <laughs> I cannot believe I read with my own eyes. Hamilton. Best comedy or musical. <clears throat> I mean, your dad will be happy. My dad actually isn't happy. Why? He's not like he's he's not like unhappy, but he's like that's weird. It was four years ago, so. <laughs> oh my god. He, he wasn't unhappy. He was like, well, they're not gonna win, and this seems kind of pointless. But so. what if they did? I would die. I would drop dead. I feel like it will. <laughs> like just knowing, just knowing Hamilton, you know. I. Like, the force Hamilton has on pop culture is insane. I wouldn't wouldn't know what to do with myself if Hamilton won. I really, like... What is it up against? The first thing that came to mind was the Borat sequel. Um, But the rest of the... I think everything else running is not that notable. I'm going to eat those words once I Google this, Mm. but... Um, from what I remember, it's like Hamilton, Borat, subsequent movie film, The Prom. Not The Prom. Um, I don't remember, I don't remember the other two. Yeah, James Corden is nominated for a Golden Globe, everybody. Oh, I'm sick of another it. man I'm that s- I'm sick I'm... of. <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 this is a white man hate <laughs> podcast now. <laughs> what if I titled this podcast, White Men We Hate? Period. Period. That's the episode. We've, we've three, gone through, Black, yeah, we've gone through three now? Number three, Black Swan, WandaVision, and White Men We Hate. On period. On period. <laughs> While we're on this topic, throw out another white man you hate since we're making this the theme now. Another white man I hate in the movie? Throw out a white man you hate. There's a lot. Let's just, like, let's expand it to entertainment industry. Who we covered? We covered Kubrick, Tarantino, um... Gordon. Gordon. How about we just eradicate all late night show hosts? Yeah. Except for... I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a good one. The silence is deafening. <laughs> I think all of them. Alright. Well, we got all of them. Which is super funny. I'm just so... 
You know what, white men? Oh. I'm absolutely angry at right now. Um, all Ew. the white men on TikTok that think they look like anime characters that are Japanese. I have no idea what you're talking yes. about, and I'm really there's glad like, that I don't. Like, there's like people on TikTok that are telling these white boys that they look like these Japanese characters, and then Can the, you, it like, like give me gets to their head. An example. Um. Uh, Tell me the character. Like Asahi. Asahi from Haikyuu, correct? Yes. They, like, told this white boy with long brown hair that he looked like Asahi. I'm begging you. I'm, I am begging everyone to stop gassing white men. I don't... It's so bad. There's you, so many. There's so many other examples. It's so bad. That's not even the worst one. I can't even think of... There's one, and it's so bad. It's egregious. So those are the white men I hate right now. I mean, I always hate the white boys on TikTok that do nothing. I mean, period. I mean, they exist. They exist, and my day is worse because of it. Say it again. Say it again, because I felt bad. I mean, I say that as if I get on TikTok anymore, because I don't. Um, But when I was, Uh, it was always the white men that just existed that ruined it. I will say, though, um, before I quit getting on TikTok um, as often, I... uh, got out of that like I was very comfortable with the space I created on both my following and my for you page it was very um vegan tiktok it was very um uh bipoc it was very comfortable because at one point I was on like gay tiktok which I mean love the gays whoa (laughs) Um, Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> because I really don't love the gays. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I promise. Um, Someone's going to call you homophobic and then I mean, you're going to be cancelled. I mean, they're right. Oh my god. I'm just god. kidding. I pro- guys, I promise I'm a gay man. I promise. I, I seriously, I seriously promise. Um, it's just so funny because being on um, Twitter so much now, I've made... Um, a lot of, like, mutuals that are also gay men, and I'm a part of this, like, group chat of gay men. Um, and I tell my... And I, like, keep thinking to myself, I'm like, there's a reason that all of my friends are females. Like, I just... There's a reason. Like, it's like... I tweeted out one time, I was like, it like at one, it's no longer for the girls and for the gays. It's just for the girls. Just the girls? Just the I girls. <laughs> because <laughs> I was like I'm sick and tired of the gay men right now um, but love the gays love them dearly they're just they the white gays. twinks are just a lot to handle sometimes oh my god <laughs> and so like that specifically like I was on at one point white twink tiktok and that is the most toxic place to be I don't wish that upon anybody um <laughs> It will send you into a... It will spiral you into a depression really fast. Um, uh, So, when I say, like, I'm mad at the gays, it's typically the white twinks with the god complexes. That's fair. (laughs) I mean, I am not a gay man. I feel like I shouldn't speak. (laughs) (laughs) She said, I'm homophobic. (laughs) 
I'm not about to get accused of homophobia. Not today. Uh, it's okay. I drag people for being homophobia every day of my life just because they inconvenience <laughs> me. That's true. Nobody, you, that's homophobic. Yeah. That's literally. <laughs> my, I have a mutual on uh, Twitter and uh, I, it's almost my goal to convince everyone else that she's homophobic because every single time she does something that like, it's like jokingly bullying me or something. I screenshot it and I post it. And I'm like, guys, she's homophobic. <laughs> like, I promise she's entirely homophobic. Oh, my God. Speaking of Twitter, I need to... This is a PSA. I need to help everyone out here. So, um, just want to warn everybody that, you know, when they say in school, what you put online, like, has consequences. Mm-hmm. People can see mm-hmm. it. Like, you need to take that seriously. Because I've been tweeting about this boy for the past <gasps> month. Did he find it? And last week, last week while we were FaceTiming, he goes, by the way, I found your Twitter. <gasps> and let me tell you, it was the most embarrassing thing to ever. And you know what was even more embarrassing? This goes out to all my homies who wear glasses, specifically blue light glasses. He went on to say, yeah, and last time we called, I saw you when you were tweeting. <laughs> He caught me mid-tweet and waited like a whole week to tell me about it. As you deserved. I hope he, <laughs> I did, I hope he dragged you for it. I mean, I tweeted nice things about him. Oh my god, what were the tweets? Anyways, I don't even remember. Um, I tweeted after our date and I was like, hey everyone, why do feelings? <gasps> and I also tweeted, um, it was... Wow, this is making me realize like trends on Twitter die really fast. But that one trend that's like blank BF, blank GF, you mm. know those, right? I tweeted frog cat boyfriend, frog cat girlfriend um, as a joke. But we also both have frog hats and he <sighs> apparently took that to heart. So He does have a frog hat. His Instagram picture is a frog hat. I also have a frog hat. You frog hat boyfriend, frog We're not dating! Not yet. Hi everyone, I normally wouldn't bother to give an update like this, but I just realized this aged so poorly. Um, We are in fact dating, but I don't want to cut it out of the episode because I think it's funny. Um, Yes, he is my boyfriend now. Okay, that's all. Anywho, that's just a PSA. Watch what you're tweeting because, and don't, don't indirect people, especially if you like them, because it's gonna be bad. And especially don't link your Twitter and your other social media. Is that how you found it? Yeah. Was it he this? He was like, I found... No, it wasn't this. Okay. He was like, I was like, how'd you find my Twitter? And he's like, you have it linked everywhere, dumbass. I thought it was this because we definitely link it. And I, you told me that he listened to it. Which is funny because you he talked about him um, last episode too. And that was the episode he taught, uh, he listened to. Um, so you... Cotton 4K. Cotton yeah. 4K. You're, put your I'm big getting... red nose on, you fucking clown. <laughs> You listened to it with him, too. Didn't you? I did. You sat there in front... You really... You sat there in front of him as you... I wasn't... I wasn't in front of him. It, I was FaceTiming him, and he was like... Because he went silent. I was like, what are you doing? He was like, I'm listening to your podcast. <gasps> oh, my God. Not you being able to see him react to him listening It to was you. the worst. It was the worst. It was humiliating. But it's okay. I've humiliated myself so many times in front of this boy, and he still likes me, so. Period. 
Yay. As he said. He's, he's, he's definitely listening to this right now. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Hey. Um, have to get and my I feel approval. like this is a good place. <laughs> <laughs> we need to call it quits before I embarrass myself. <laughs> we need to stop this right now. I'm humiliating myself. Uh, I mean, when don't you? Don't tweet wearing blue light glasses. There, there's my, there's my PSA for the day. My wisdom. I really want oh, blue light glasses. I'm not gonna lie. I've been thinking about it for a while. I like them. This is the only downside. Oh my god, I figured out what my next tattoo is gonna be, and I want to get it soon. <gasps> what is it? Um, did you, you read should... Aristotle and Dante? I did. Yes, you, yes, yes. I'm gonna get the dedication tattooed on me. The one where it's like, because the dedication says, like, oh. to all the boys who had to learn to play by different rules. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yes. I'm, that's going to happen. I told that to that's Sarah, sweet. and she was like, I'm going to cry. Because she's the one that got me to read Aristotle and Dante, so. Well, now I don't want to say my tattoo idea. <laughs> <laughs> What's your tattoo idea, Mayana? I want to I wanna get little twin crabs because twin for gemini and crab for cancer because i have gemini cancer stellium and astrology astrology uh, no, i actually, actually want to get a um a gemini tattoo right on my uh bicep because like my dad like obviously with islander culture t- tattoos are very important and so he like, not necessarily encourages me to get a tattoo, but he says if I do get a tattoo, he's okay with it, but it has to have meaning. So, and so because of that, he's told me that my whole life. So I've always been scared of doing tattoos of anything that could change. My birth date can't change. So It cannot change on period. <laughs> so my two little crabs, my two little crabs are going to come on my body. And oh, that was a weird sentence. That was, <laughs> they're going <laughs> to... <laughs> um, I will get two little crabs on my body. They're gonna be so cute. They're gonna be little hermit crabs. That's so cute. I also want to get a moon. There because oh, I'm very tattoo. obsessed with the moon right now. Um, so am I. I want a moon tattoo. Um, and then I'm getting my family um, for like years, like many years, um, since I was like 12, like old enough to understand tattoos and like know that I wanted to get tattoos. Um, my family has always been like, we're going to get like matching tattoos. Um, when my sister turns 18 in a month. Um, and so Aww. we could all go get it. And we're going to get um, uh, three little dog prints, dog paw prints. Um, like real small, not too big, not too anything. Um, and so... Yeah, I don't know where I'm going to put mine. I'm probably going to put it on the an- my ankle. I'm very much the kind of person that I like to see my tattoos. Like, I don't get tattoos for other people. I get it for me, so I want to see them. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I could put all my tattoos on my arms, I would. If I could have them upside down so they faced me, I would. But that's weird. That's <laughs> so, weird. So I, so I, I wouldn't. Um, um. But I would. Because they're for me, they're not for you. You know? Alright, I think that is it. We jibber-jabbered for a long time. We did jibber-jabber for a long time. I picked that up from Rachel. Oh my god. I love... Rachel, I love <laughs> Rachel's sayings. They're so funny and they bring me so much joy. I picked that up. 
But anyways, before we get on another tangent, we should end it here. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to Boba in a Movie today. And stay tuned for next episode. Bye. Bye.